Monday. Back again. 2015. We made it. It's been a great year so far. <laughs> well, so far. already two exciting episodes uh, in the can, as they say. I'd um, say. And I would say. Mm, uh, episodes that uh, I think we've already been very informative. We've already uh, guided our students uh, down the straight and narrow of comedy, which... Uh, ends up being quite a bit of a squiggly <laughs> and wide. <laughs> I mean, it depends how broad a the humor wide, is. Wide, wide squiggle. Yeah, it depends. I mean, yep. of course, like some humor is a lot more narrow. Some of it's quite broad. And so, I mean, we, we I, and I think broad comedy is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But you can fluctuate it at any given moment. Oh, of course. Uh, and, and, I mean, Bill Murray, uh, not to just jump right into a comedian right away, but Bill no, Murray. you should. You should. Yeah, it's it's right it's right here, you know. Uh, he was very broad, uh, singing Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars? You know, uh, the lounge singer thing, and you're going, well, this is just funny because it's silly. And then yeah. you fast forward, and he's doing some really serious stuff. I know Groundhog's Day. Yeah, so, so suddenly, you know, and that's making a statement. A romantic mm-hmm. statement, and suddenly it's not a broad comedy anymore. It's something a little bit more narrow, narrower, a little, little more sheltered, mm-hmm. away from the uh, away from the streamlined, but back into the mainstream. You know, oh, I, I like that. Well, that's interesting, Kev. I yeah. like that. Oh wow! These are just some of the things that I learned uh, coming down from the mountains just this past this past weekend. Right, so we spent spent my time. Let's remind uh, the students if somebody's come in (laughs) episode three, which is pretty stupid. Yeah, that would be ridiculous, retarded. I'm not about it. Go back to number one. Yeah, but if you did just tune in, we'll we'll give uh, you hints. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And I've been uh, journeying, yeah, for Mm -hmm. outside the nation, where or at least on the outskirts. Yes, the outer rim, as we call it. Yeah, and uh, start off in the westernmost mountains. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. On the the brown and green peaks, mm-hmm. and uh, just last uh, Sunday, came down, um, feeling refreshed, feeling funny, and feeling uh, new. Now, uh, have you traveled to a new sort of uh, location? Something that we can really mm-hmm. uh, uh, bite into? Uh, yeah, for if you uh, if you can picture, yeah, if you could picture uh, this, where I'm at now is just the barren desert. Okay, now how now is this? It's a lot. It's a lot of sand. Uh, a lot of sky. Now this and is that's the, about it. This is that's the barren desert. It. So uh, people should know that we have quite a lot of desert in the nation. That's There's one. a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. So we have, uh, of course, the desert, which is just full of cacti, and that's kind of the desert mm-hmm. that a lot of people go to. That's that's one of those tourist spots. Uh, oh yeah. You know, there's a few oasises. It's in a the uh, it's there. like a honey a honeymoon resort too. Right. There, like a lot of honeymoons take place, and they say, mm-hmm. you know, get pre- uh, get poked by. A cactus or, or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a way, it's a type of getting hitched type of thing. But like get a yeah, get get but snagged get snagged on a, on a prick. Thorn. That, yeah, yeah, get snagged on a prick in cactus desert. You know, pick up a couple of pricks in the desert and see what happens. Right. Well, that's the that's the crew. Well, because th- there are sex vacations there too, like swingers. Mm-hmm. This is a kind mm-hmm. of the underbelly of the nation, but there there will be swingers parties and. 
Uh, oh yeah, because you just plop a tent up and have your way. Yeah, hedonistic mm-hmm. sort of campouts that these hippies go on, and uh, and that mm-hmm. they'll get pick up a prick in the dust, and you don't know what you're going to catch. I mean, that's the yeah. way we say it because we go, oh, be careful, um, uh, rubber up. Yeah. But now yeah. you're not in that desert. You're in the uh, no. I'm in the barren, the desert. barren desert. Very specific. Which has little to nothing in it. Um, like I said, there's a lot of sand, so mm-hmm. I got that covered. I brought a blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me this time. I had to eat my Sherpa on the way down. Makes sense. Um, and now it's just a lot of sky, and I just see for miles. Um, I don't actually know where, where I'm going to end up, uh, but hopefully I can cross the barren desert. Now, now I you, will be the first of my family to do so. You're on foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a compass, or are you just using a, f- a phone, GPS? I use a finger. You lick it, okay. you stick it up in the air. Mm-hmm. The wind blows towards the end, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I guess that that's the way to go. Just and I've been walking ever since. Kind of follow the wind, in a sense? Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah it pushes me, it guides me, and that's all I need. Now, um, a lot of students will know that... Uh, um, I have been, and this is kind of, we, Kevin and I don't get to talk until we do this podcast. So this is kind of a little bit of a, uh, an aside, but I feel like it needs to be said. It's Um, been a lot of me time. Well, yeah, because you're all by yourself and that's, and, and I kind of am a little bit jealous of that. And, and, and I'll, uh, this is a big point. Um, I've kind of, I think I've been a little bit rude, (laughs) Um, oh, really? in the other oh. podcasts, and I've I've kind of tried given you guilt. I try to guilt you and uh, talk to you about your being there, and and, and uh, to be honest with you, it's come out of a place of jealousy. It's come out of a place of insecurity in me, and I wanted to take this moment really quick as an aside to say sorry, um, and and I hope you will forgive that kind of that outburst. I mean, it wasn't an outburst, well, but that that attitude that I was giving you. Well, well, man, like I said, you know, I I offered you um, to to come up with me, but you, you said, you know, especially the mountains, you had asthma, burgers, which is a syndrome of yours that you've been dealing with. And yes, I, you I understand do, your your neuroses. People will uh, remember last you, last episode. You did say that you. You didn't want to carry me physically or emotionally on the trip, and and guess what? Yeah. I, I, that did offend me, but I recognize that that because of my asthma burgers and other problems that I have, uh, uh, people may hear in my voice <clears throat> that I ha- do have a bit of a cold, um, and that was because of mm-hmm. this um, this last week, uh, this last weekend. I had I I went to what's called a cleansing ceremony, um, oh, and that's where I'm kind of getting yeah. this. I've kind of learned. Oh my goodness, I've been the one to blame in a way, and mm-hmm. I needed something, uh, Kevin, and I was kind of searching for something. I went to this uh, purity cleansing uh, ceremony, which was it's a, the children of Q are putting it on and oh good good Corman Sane by the way it's Corman Sane mm-hmm. it's not one of the other okay. ones okay all right and uh kind of caught a cold uh they uh there was cuz there was one part where they they we were they were anointing with oil I don't, have you ever heard of that term? we're going to anoint you with oil 
Oh yeah, I've got anointed at least uh, uh, Baker's dozen of times last year. Now, did they do this? This is it was a new thing for me. They had me stripped down completely naked, and they poured mm-hmm. the oil all over me, um, and I got quite a chill. And I think that's where I got the cold. But um, yeah. but it was an intense thing, and everyone's kind of staring at you, and you're you're feeling self conscious. But then in in the moment. Uh, you suddenly forget all of that. You got oil kind of getting in your eyes and in your mouth, and it's it's hard to breathe because mm. that stuff it has a oh, real, yeah. real pungent sort of odor. Yeah, the oil that they use, yeah. And so it's really you're struggling, and 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 through that, come and coming out the back side of that, uh, mm. that's where you go. There's an awakening there. There's an epiphany, and and my epiphany was that I was giving you a hard time, and that was because of my own problems. And I'm kind of going through my own stuff here. Hey, that's really great, man. I'm I'm yeah. really glad so to hear I that. So I just want you to know that I apologize, and and this, <clears throat> I mean, it's not part of the comedy, and I just want I apologize for using the podcast time to do this, but I feel like. Uh, hey. You use the time that you need to to use when you've got it, man. Our our lives are short here. And so that's what we're doing for you folks is taking the magic out of comedy all week long. It's what actually brings us together, you know, apologies aside and, uh, you know, spiritual awakenings or Mm -hmm. awesome crazy trips that I've been taking. Mm -hmm. Those are all the bonuses for our our mega fans out there. But what the students really want to hear is yet again another classic JK Around taking the magic out of comedy right and 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 from the uh barren desert from the uh, barren desert to the shady city and it's interesting how will the barren desert inform uh the community and, and i think that that's you know where we speak from is is just as important and i'm i'm coming from a place of contrition and yeah. you're coming from a place of barrenness does it make yeah. you feel bare? Like, what's the emotional response to something like that? I'm thirsty. I could have used um, a canteen or something. This blanket's pretty good, but um, so I'm pretty thirsty out here. You don't have um, any wa- n- n- no n- no water whatsoever. Well, I got a, um, a juice box, so I'm gonna conserve that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so far, so good. Are you getting a cold too? No, that's the uh, sand in my throat. Oh, that makes sense. So, and I mean, one jukebox, bo- juke, juke and you have a whole desert, but how... F- juice, lo- juice box. Juice, bo- juice jukebox. Not music. Juke box. That's right. A jukebox full of juice. Right. Small, though. And how, lo- how long of a stroll do you have till you make it out of the desert, do you think? Um, well, I don't know measurements, but I would say about 14 miles. One juke, juke's box for 14 miles. I'm going to have to do the math on that. I hope it's enough. I um, figure maybe maybe I can run some of it. That way the, the oh, miles yeah. go by faster. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Good idea. You, you know when you get a good run mm-hmm. and you're just like, all of a sudden I'm here to there a lot quicker mm-hmm. than I would have been. My problem is that I've also been a little bit dizzy. Whoa. When I do that. Okay. But it's all part of it, man. It's part of the visual awakening. Mm-hmm. The, the the visual that comes from the spirit. I mean, I know that you had a spiritual awakening yes. or an epiphany of some kind, mm-hmm. but like once you move on to the next stage of epiphanizing. What's that? Vi- really, visual, you say? Yeah, visual. It, and, and you start to see shit. 
Well, that is intense. And that was the problem. I I had so much oil in my eyes that I couldn't see anything. You know, yeah. I was trying. Like, that is the problem. You can't open your eyes without this heavy oil pouring into them, and you, it's so like your eyes gluing, are closed. Yeah, gluing your eyelids. That's right. It's gluing your eye. And my hair is kind of long. My hair is getting all into the my eyes and everything and this oil so heavy you sla- you're kind of slathering the hair out of the way mm-hmm. um but yeah so um hopefully maybe next time if i go to another type of ceremony they might help you uh yeah. with a visual thing but right now it's just a spiritual try a, I, I would recommend the children of quimmy quimmy Another Q branch, mm-hmm. but um, oh. they're a lot more. They're a lot more cultish, so you know you're getting your value for it's your the money. W Q, right? Quimmy Quimby. Quimmy Quimby. Yeah. Okay. And those guys, they they uh, they charge a lot and give give you just enough, you know. Okay. So you know it's quality. It's not mm-hmm. quantity, quality. Do you get to wear a robe? Well, yeah, you get to wear a robe. Because in this one, uh, I kept on going, do I get to wear a robe? And they're like, just you're, just feel the oil or let the oil cleanse you or whatever they kept on. Well, they were really? saying like, hum diddly boom ba, hum diddly boom ba, right? And and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of a lot of, they were putting their fingers to my lips. which And then it would slip all right. over the place, half the time going out my nose because this yeah. oil is so slick. And... Uh, and then I'm I'm going. Well, I I really wanted to wear a robe, and it wasn't because I was self conscious. I mean, everybody was naked and right. covered in oil. Yeah. Um, and really basic, yeah. basic stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but of course, I wanted to wear an, a robe, and I and it's like, why can't I wear a robe? And I and that was part of it. They were like, let go, like let go of mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So and and you know. And I did, and and that's when I found forgiveness for you, for leaving me here and uh, deserting me, and then uh, really found my dream of moving to New York. But let's take okay. a let's take a yeah, um, let's take a break. I deserted myself, just to put that. I'm in the desert right now. Oh, I see. See how that. Uh, you know what you could do? You could almost say that as a joke. I could almost say it as a because joke, I said deserted and then you said deserted and that could almost be a play on the the, the word deserted. Yep. I wouldn't open with it, but, but students write it down. Write it down because it's a, almost a play on words or something. All right, let's uh, uh, hear a word from our sponsors. <laughs> students, the JK round to you is uh, students. The JK round this week is brung to you. By none other than uh, cheap f- food. Uh, eat f- eat cheap. Uh, the government ha- did, as you'll remember last week, uh, mm-hmm. the, the week before last, eat yeah, free. Fortnite. F- uh, yeah, Fortnite. Cheap ago, snacks. Was Wasn't it free cheap sn- snacks? It was free snacks. It was, no, it was eat free. It was eat free snacks, but now they, the government, of course, has realized that this is just costing them way too much. True. And they need a little bit of, they need to make a little bit of money now. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's still uh, they're still looking out for you guys. And so it's, it's still it's so not, cheap. It's still so cheap. Yeah. And, so they're not capitalizing. You're basically paying costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could either go with that or with pricey food, and we all know mm-hmm. how expensive that can be. It's pricey. Yeah. That's um, their slogan. The the but cheap food. Brought to you by the government. Yeah, eat cheap. Um, 
There's all sorts of colors, uh, all sorts of flavors. Choose for yourself. Sign sign up online. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, stop going to the grocery store. I mean, if you for your vegetables and stuff, you got to go to the grocery store. But for eat cheap, they send you the same quality, uh, fatty and sugary snacks that you were getting previously for free. But now you just have to pay a little mm-hmm. bit, and it's basically the shipping and handling. Yeah, and like we said, there's all kinds of textures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, uh, a liquid bundle pack right mm. now that's available for mm-hmm. very cheap. You could use that out in the desert. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. Um, I would probably save my life, literally. I would see if there's a mailing address near where you are and just get them to send that to you. It's cheap. It's true. I could use my phone. Mm-hmm. So everybody uh, check that out. It's at Eat Cheap. Uh, or cheapsnacks.gov slash uh, and then uh, JK around because that's the promo code. Uh, Mm -hmm. So check that out and and eat cheap. Eat cheap or die hard. (laughs) Yeah, or die trying. (laughs) (laughs) Die trying, that's what it is. Eat cheap or die hard trying. Uh, Back to the show. And we're back. We're back from our commercial breaks. Thanks for staying tuned, uh, Nation, and and all around the world, I guess. It's annoying to have commercial breaks. We know that. And Mm -hmm. we are sorry that we're doing it. It's just something that we need to do to finance this thing. Positive thing for all of us. Yeah, if you don't want to listen to the podcast, uh, don't bother. But for those that we're helping, I'm sure listening to a couple minutes of advertising and the... and yes. they're good products, so you know. We only we only promote things we believe in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so this week we're going to do what we do every week, and that's reach into this little hat I've got here, the hat of comedian, filled with just hundreds upon hundreds of names. Mm-hmm. You can hear the amount of them, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna pull out a name, and we're gonna say who it is and then we're going to tributize them we're going to uh, do we call the well, we haven't really I would been say now, now mm-hmm. I'd say because we're into a more uh, intermedial intensive course that uh, now it becomes like a focus this is how we really this is we're really taking the magic out of comedy this time it's not as much you know? a tribute as it is like let's mm-hmm. learn from these guys yeah, right. let's see uh, what's under the Mad Hatter's scarf, you know? Right, right. Um, so, and that well, that's what we're going to do. Let's uh, pull out the name without further ado. This week we are going to talk about, oh my, we have just been hitting it hard these days. Did you get another goal? We've been just nailing it, and this is so important. It's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. There's not too many better comedian and this isn't a stand-up comic and that's kind of good because we've done a lot of stand-up comics yeah it's time for something fresh this guy is comedy film gold money uh Mm -hmm. the best uh this uh, can we like list Uh, his accolades writer director actor mm -hmm. yeah uh, a speech maker in the congress he also starred as um Doing stand up when he was really young and really uh, poor at it, and mm. now now he's like doing this, you know, uh, Brad Pitt movie star meets Russell Brand the politician. Sometimes uh, you, sometimes you, mega force. Ex- yes, 
sometimes you can't uh, write a joke and tell it to people, but if you put it in a film, mm-hmm. now it's funny. Uh, yeah. and that's something that's and that's something that's important while you're doing your stand up to go, yeah, this is really funny. Maybe for a film, sir, but it might not work in stand up. So be yeah. careful about that. Also, if you ever end up writing a film, don't put a joke in there that would work as a stand up routine because it might not work in the film. So those mm-hmm. are difficult. Let's try to think of an example for our students just to just to help them um like a joke that wouldn't work in a well, film but would work as stand up. Oh, that wouldn't work as because uh, I always think of actually the other the other side of that is um, anytime you see an airplane scene in a comedy film, I'm like, what is this? Because we all know airplane material that's uh, fodder for stand up. The whole movie uh, stand up Air- comedians are supposed to yes speak of it. Yeah, that's why the airplane and airplane, airplane two wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, everything is like how big. Well, how small am I? This, this, this thing of peanuts, you know, talking about these yeah. peanuts. And then... Uh, just flatlining. Yeah, everything is just time. like, this isn't funny. What is going on here? Everyone's sick from whatever it is on the plane. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, do it in a stand-up routine. Yeah. Just don't put it then in we a would feature get it. film. No, that whole thing felt like you should have been saying there saying... So I'm on the airplane, you know, yeah. in front of people. Yes. I'm on the airplane. Yeah. Everyone's trying to eat their chicken. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's food poisoning, and we have to land it. And right. I used to be a pilot. And, you know, get all your backstory mm. in in one big chunk while you're on stage. What's the deal but, with black guys speaking jive? Mm-hmm. You know, Because old mean? ladies could probably do it, too. Yeah, what, what picture an old lady that. doing it. Let me, And then you yeah. do the old lady thing. This mm-hmm. is just brilliant stand-up. And if I were yep. to see that stand up, I'd be applauding from, you know, anywhere in the room, the back of the room, right up the front of the stage, in the middle of the room, mm-hmm. off to the side, the wings. If mm-hmm. I got one of those little booths, like those, the, the, where, uh, um, Abraham Lincoln was killed in one of those booths, uh, I would clap from there. Like, it's just that funny. Yeah. And on the converse hand, the idea that we've got, uh, say, a comic doing something about action and adventure mm-hmm. and, you know, high-stress situations. Yeah. Well, that's not going to work as stand-up, but all of a sudden, you've got Charlie Sheen and Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Deux. Right. And that that is funny. That that's works. That's what actually... That's the yeah, type of humor that satire. works. Mm-hmm. As a film. Right. As a film. Now, Seth Rogen obviously figured it out. Mm-hmm. He goes, wait a second, no one's laughing at my jokes. Maybe if I put him into a movie, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. me saying the same thing uh, in my slow, sort of fat voice, maybe now it'll be funny. And guess what? Yeah. It was. Oh, it, it was. It still is. <laughs> Um, also, uh, how can we speak of, uh, Seth Rogen in 2015 without mm-hmm. mentioning the, um, the threats from, uh, the modern Hitler himself, you know, yeah. that there's a certain dictator who didn't like mm-hmm. the movie, the dictator that was supposed to come out on Christmas. Jim Kong, and, Jim uh, Kong, Doon. Chim- yeah. <coughs> Kim Jong yeah. Doon. And uh, Mm -hmm. this is a guy who's Asian to begin with, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and his dad died, so he's in a bad mood. 
right? All the time, it seems. It's just he won't get over this. And everyone's going, it happened ages ago. Yeah, miss him. But you don't have to be so miserable all the time. Yeah, they'll say things like, Kimpton, you got to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and and do something productive Mm -hmm. with your time. But FYI, you're leading a nation. Could you, you know, stop crying all the time and focus a little bit here? Yeah, maybe pay for a couple snacks and and charge cheap for the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Take a lesson from the nation. Actually, a lot of people could take lessons from the nation. But this guy won't do it. Um, and uh, so now they made Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco. Now yeah. these guys may, uh, I mean, James Franco is like uh, the Don Knotts to um, Seth yeah. Rogen's Tim Conway, as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Um, yeah. uh, he's the uh, Costello to Seth Rogen's Abbott, as far as yep. I'm concerned. I mean, oh, yeah. He's the Laurel he's to the... Seth Rogen's yeah. Hardy, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. I mean, the... yeah. He really you, is. You got, you got one more? You got another? One? Yeah. He's the. Bob Mortimer to Seth Rogen's Vic Reeves. I mean, this is yeah. the they're he's, they're that kind of dynamic duo. He's the Uncle Fester to Seth Rogen's Gomez. Exactly. Yes, that classic. was classic. Classic. He and and to do a bit of a twist on it, he's the uh, Desi Arnaz to Seth Rogen's I, Lucy. I love Lucy. And mm-hmm. you didn't see that one coming, but he does nope. have kind of a bit of the curly hair. And, oh, uh, yes. you know, oh, yeah. in his own way, he's zany the way that uh, mm-hmm. Lucy was. So. Lucy was. Yeah. Got those lips. Yeah, he has lips. So mm-hmm. uh, so these two guys, they're, they're a dynamic duo, and they go ahead and they make this movie. And it's called The, the Dictator. Dictator. It's called The Dictator, and it is... I haven't seen it. No one's seen it because it's against the law to watch this now. And why is that? Well, threats from terror. Terrorist threats. Um, Terrorist threats. Comes down to that. They, uh, we have no idea what can happen in these modern days. And so if all of a sudden one guy says, hey, we're going to scare the hell out of you if you show this movie uh, to anybody, then they and go, if you don't make it against the law, then we're going to spook you good. And they said, well, we will make it against the law. The, there's mm-hmm. a different... In Hollywood, there's a different attitude towards terrorists than in the nation. In yes. the nation, we will negotiate with terrorists. Like, oh, that yeah. is in our constitution. It goes, if there are terrorists, just do some negotiation. Like, usually you can mm-hmm. come to some sort of agreement, mm-hmm. sort of sort out, sort through mm-hmm. the problems. We're we're trying to sort through problems, you know? That's um, number six. Yeah, it's the sixth um, statute. Mm-hmm. But right there, in people. Hollywood, they say we do not negotiate with terrorists. We will just meet their demands. Mm-hmm. That's right. We will uh, just fold like a, a wet taco. Yes, yes. And I don't know if that is the exact wording, but I'm pretty sure it's either soft shell taco or a wet taco. It is. Is it wet taco? Yeah. Or or is it... Is it wet soft shell taco? It might be a wet soft shell taco. People, people can look that up. They'll, they it's can a, Google it's a, it. Okay. Google soggy taco and tell us what you find. Mm-hmm. So these guys, they fold it like a soggy wet fish taco. And we're sitting here going, well, can we not see this movie, The Dictator? Um, yeah. Something stinks about this. Yeah. And now it's gone. It, it's like as it, it's, it, it's as if it's never been made. 
and uh, mm-hmm. and this film is probably a brilliant piece of comedy gold all about the the issue in South yeah. Korea mm-hmm. and how vicious it is for all those uh, you know Koreans and Chinese and Japanese and all the nations that live in South Korea to be living under one dictator mm-hmm. um, and what you know what a political statement to make right around the time of uh, Oscar picks right because they know oh, yeah. that. Uh, one year, a comedy will win the Oscar. I've been betting on the comedy each year. Uh, so far, not not so great. Um, you know, as not uh, I don't don't think a comedy film is scary. But that is what I think gets me closer uh, to that pool when we have our lottery pool. Uh, not lottery, Oscar pools. Remember, Joel, when we do that each year? Yes. Put, put, put our pick in for which one we think. Well, and we, I said South Park you, you, back in '99. Still waiting for that bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, bigger, longer, and uncut. That was my first pick back when uh, back '99 when I was picking for Oscar movies, and I've stuck with that one ever since. But now I think The Dictator, starring Channing Tatum and Seth Rogen and James Franco, is probably going to get the Oscar because of the politi- political message of South Korea. That, that it's been a long time coming for that guy to get an Oscar, and I and I hope it happens, but mm-hmm. there's a good chance that it won't because Oscar snubs these yeah. guys constantly, and uh, that kind of makes me sick to my yep. stomach when I think about it. But uh, it, you know, this movie now can it be considered for Oscar if no one's even seen it? But yes, yeah, Seth, Seth Rogen, I I think it's been long overdue. That guy deserves an Oscar uh, for mm-hmm. be it write, writing original screenplay, acting, directing, whatever. And he should sure. host the Oscars, and he should present himself with the Oscar. I mean, this guy—he's—he's—that's how much he deserves it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's dynamic that way. And I think that America would benefit from seeing a man host the Oscars and then give himself at least one Oscar. Well, I mean, it's that thing that Hollywood keeps saying—you know—to uh, be believe in yourself, be proud of yourself, type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of that Kanye West attitude, and, and it would be great to see that in Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, something like really humble like Kanye West. Mm-hmm. That's just like, yeah, I know I'm great, and I get this? Well, I'll just take it. No, no, you don't need to give some get someone else to present me with it. That's a little bit yeah. over the top. I'll just do yeah, this exactly. myself. Give it to myself. Yeah, don't right, worry, I right can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, for the show. Um but uh, it is interesting this dictator film and 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 uh everyone's probably wondering what is going on with it is it funny i mean it's bound to be funny yeah. it's it's bound to be a may, and maybe future you know way down the line 50 100 years later uh maybe people will be able to look at it like as a historical document mm-hmm. you know unlock that key mhm um Let's take a quick break, uh, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to maybe do an exciting segment. Uh, oh yeah! That people will remember Bring from season one. They'll love it. All right, we'll be right back. There. Yes, students, we're back. Uh, we're back for another advertisement. Sorry. Yep, another uh, commercial time. Uh, Stevenson's cupboards. Mm-hmm. Today's episode's funded by Stevenson's cupboards. Up to three cupboards are only fifteen dollars this January 
to uh, December only. I'm not a mathematician. That's only five dollars a cupboard, and mm-hmm. that includes the doors. I'm I'm uh, I, I've asked them that, and they said yes. That of course includes the doors, but you have to pay extra for the shelves inside the cupboards. That's right, and if you enter the promo code six nine seven seven one seven three seven four seven seven four five zero, you'll get uh, a lock installed on one of the cupboards mm-hmm. for fifteen percent off. That's right, uh, and by the way, just a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and they're gonna hate me for saying this, but it's easy to make your own shelves. So, but that's it, yeah. The first three cupboards, uh, and then if you need more cupboards, of course they are full price, but. Get down uh, to Stevenson's and or pop online stevensonscupboards.net and yep. uh, get tr- try to find the cupboard. There's all sorts of different shapes and sizes, and if you, it's five bucks a cupboard, I mean that's nothing, man. So you might as well get like a pretty big cupboard at least, mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe, maybe two, two mediums or yeah, medium yeah. ones. I mean, the, mix mm-hmm. and match. Mix and match is the only way to go these days. Well, they they don't have two of the same cupboard. That was that's, that's one of yeah. the things. They that's and that's a pride and joy thing. We don't have two of the same. So in the world yep. of everything being unique, that that would be a unique looking kitchen. It is, yeah. It's important. To, <coughs> to, Excuse me. You all right? All right. Just my well, cupboard. that's Stevenson's cupboards. Stevenson's cupboards. Check them out. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. <laughs> Hello. So there was. We've been having a lot of fun. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you you go. We've been having a lot of fun uh, out here in the de- Well, I'm in the desert. Joel's yep. in his studio. Mm-hmm. We've uh, already taken out some of the magic from Seth Rogen himself, uh, and we've caught you all up on a bit of the memories of Chris Farley and of the Oscars. And of South Park. So now we're going to go into uh, one of our very famed segments, Give Us a Handle. Give us a handle on a circumstation. Give us a handle, what you would do, what you would do. Give us a handle. Give us a handle. And everybody knows, uh, if they've listened to season one, what this means. And what it means is, what get we are we used to give a circumstance or such a stance or circumstance to mm-hmm. our guest um yeah. and just said give us a handle on that give us a handle well, what what would you do what would you do mhm and now we go now we've asked we've requested our viewers uh listeners to send us some information uh, yeah. the circumstation or the situstance and say, you know, how would you guys handle this as, since we're kind of the, we want to yeah. say comedy gurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, gurus, uh, just a, a fancier word for teachers or mm-hmm. m- mentors. It's more of an, it's more of an ethnic word. Yeah. I, I picture, mm-hmm. um, long beards that yeah. wind around a palm tree. And, uh, that, and a robe, like a bit, ba- like a, like a, one of these robes you might wear in a, you'd think you would wear in a cult or, or to some sort of a cleansing ceremony. You'd think. Uh, but, you know, and, and these kind of, maybe like a Buddhist sort of like sweeping, like so much fabric that you go, man, that must have been expensive, but you would be surprised at how little you pay for that much fabric. 
and it's mm. just draped across your chest, and it makes you look uh, quite ornate, like a curtain. Yep, or a December time bush. Exactly, and so, um, but that and that's what we want you to Im- uh, imagine when you're listening to this is a couple of very wise um, monkish mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. leaders. Um, yeah, with, are, with a uh, with a soul, kind of like uh, Bumbledore from Harry. Right. Uh, Henry, sorry, Henry Potter. Henry Potter. I've always thought of myself as Bumbledore. Oh, yeah. and I've said that to you. And we've made, yeah. uh, there's been quite a few jokes where we've Bumbledore. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I walked into the door. Yeah, you're bumbling and, through the door again. Doors you. bumbling. Yeah. Those uh, were simpler times. And then I go, then I go, what do I have to guide you through? Like some sort of beekeeper? And that, and that's we fall about laughing at that because of the bump, bumblebee bumbling through the door. I'm just explaining to the students beekeeper. Yeah. Get yeah. And anyway, that is that is definitely right now. You, you have no doors around you, and frankly, I feel like I don't have any doors because I've been cleansed. My heart's been opened, and I have nothing but forgiveness and love in it. Uh, okay. And of course, greasy hair. Um, so, right, so we get to check the old uh, G- Gmail. Is it coming yeah. from our Gmail account? No, actually, uh, the handle today is coming through our LinkedIn account. Oh, very good. Yeah. So, and people can. There's a lot of ways to contact us: the jkaround at gmail dot com, twitter dot com, facebook dot com, or twitter dot com slash the jkaround. Check out our YouTube. It's actually the youtube.com slash jkaround. Um, or, of course, our LinkedIn, which is linkedin.com. And very important, LinkedIn is linked and then in, like those two words. A lot of people think there's no mm-hmm. uh, there's no I in It's just LinkedIn, but it's not. Or mm-hmm. it's LinkedIn. Yeah it's, not, yeah, it's not like the name. It's not like the president. Right. It's uh, two different words. It's LinkedIn dot com slash pub that stands for public slash the dash jk dash around dash podcast that's our name the g slash a as in alpha b as in bravo slash b as in bravo eight the number b as in bravo slash eight zero six so you can go to that and send us your ideas for um to, uh, what you would for like us or yeah, uh, yeah. What, what you would like to um, get uh, us to give you a handle on Maybe uh, even can I be your? You could give me one of those. Yes. Or a, um, yes. Uh, the what if? We're we're also accept- accepting what ifs from yeah, people. Yeah, why not? If you have a if you have a favorite comic and you were always wondering what it would be like if that comic was else. a different thing, mm-hmm. yeah, let us know. And link in, link link yourself in. And for that, uh, um, can I be your? You can t- ask Kevin, like, say, what can Kevin be Joel's fishing buddy? Or can Joel be yeah. Kevin's arithmetic teacher? You know, so you can yeah. have those kinds of, you know, go with those types of things. It lets us see how you guys have learned to become creative. And maybe one day you'll be you'll be spreading the good news of comedy. And sometimes we have our ideas of what we think you need to know, and we're right. But you might yeah. have some different questions that we haven't thought of, like you know, and 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 be wondering what's a comedian's take on blank, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will help you. We and, will help you with that. Yeah, and we'll give you the handle on how a comedian would handle that uh, if mm-hmm. you just give us that scenario uh, in this very segment. And that's what. Uh, this uh, 
person who wrote us has asked. Um, now, uh, we're not going to give out the names, should we? No, I think for privacy rights and issues. Yeah. For now, anyways. Unless you, if you do write us and you say, hey, love the show, yeah. love Kevin, mm-hmm. Joel's good, mm-hmm. Get um, my name is Catherine or whatever it happens to be, and I want to, you know, give a little shout out on the, the JK round, sure. well, hey, Catherine, you took the time to write us. Yeah. We'll say your name. If it's but someone's if, birthday or something. Yeah. But if you don't uh, let us know that, then we'll just uh, assume that you want to live in the shadows like a bat. <laughs> Beautiful imagery again. Um, yeah. Okay, so let me read this. Uh, Dear the JK around, I love the podcast. I love Joel and Kevin's good. And today I would like to offer you a situ stance. Uh mm and would like to get a handle on it, if I may. Now, if you're writing a, an email with this, you like, let's just say you may. From now on, nobody needs to ask that. This person yeah. doesn't need to ask it. They yeah. don't need to. If, we, if we are reading it, we've already accepted the fact that you're reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to poke our fingers right back in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And open and them. And your ears. And open them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she or he goes on to say... In the past, Give Me a Handle has been one of my favorite segments because it's really opened my eyes and my ears to new ideas about comedy and how a comedian can handle certain situations or Mm -hmm. circumstances. Mm -hmm. Then she says, Now I know that this circumstation can be anything and it doesn't actually have to be somebody standing on a stage telling jokes or anything to do with stand-up comedy. It can be something, say, like scuba diving, or, let's say, going on a safari. As always, she gets it. Mm -hmm. She's right on the money with that. Or he. Um, So here is my circumstation. Kevin and Joel, imagine you're on a stage, and you're telling comedy jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, in a twist that is not unlike the movie Jumanji, a bunch of African wild Afri- wild African animals charge through the comedy club, crushing many of the patrons. What would you do in that case? Give me a handle. Oh yeah. Get, oh, oh yeah. and she actually uses some. Yeah. She actually says in brackets, "Go up on, give me." So she's saying, "Give me a handle." Oh, I see. So she's really, she's going to go up. Or, or he. Or he. But, Give um, me a handle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Catherine. And I would say, uh, if all those animals came in, mm-hmm. the first thing you got to do is acknowledge it and say, hey, it's a zoo in here. And, and I but, think that if Kevin, and Kevin, you and I have to kind of imagine that we're both on this stage. We would be, I'm sure. Uh, doing, I'm sure. Doing a JK around uh, thing. Comedy sketch. And uh, I, if you go, um, I think we have to acknowledge what's just happened here. And then I'd say, yeah, it's kind of the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. uh, I... And then we build on that. Yeah, that's what I would say. I would, probably, I would probably then try to get up on your shoulders, Joel's shoulders, mm-hmm. and sort of create the illusion of ourselves being a, um, a jungle creature, maybe a la a giraffe or, you know, the front part of an elephant. And can I, can I just also illustrate this for a second? 
Mm-hmm. See, I would rely on Joel's knowledge of barnyard animals mm-hmm. to be able to get us through this uh, particular circumstance. Right. So I would use those kinds of gifts that I have um, mm-hmm. audibly to yeah. intimidate, essentially, the beasts of the field that are ransacking the comedy club in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and what's interesting here is that Kevin has noticed that he is a lighter person. We're both yep. r- roughly the same height. I think you might be a bit taller than me, Kevin. Yeah, just by a bit. Just a bit. And, but you're lighter than me. Yeah, um, just a bit. So you would climb up on my shoulders because that would be easier for me to withstand your weight than vice versa because you're quite thin, and especially being in the desert. Oh, yeah. It's made me a little bit thinner. And, and weak. The... You say you're shaking and stuff like that. Sure. Um, the Hollywood look. Right. Now, of course, hopefully this oil would have – it's been a bitch to clean off. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully it is cleaned off by that because if not, you'll just slip right off me. To be honest oh. with you, it's just oh, so. You think? D- this stuff is really? so dense that it's still on my skin. Like I can still feel it. Like my skin is slick to the touch. I, my, I don't doubt it. I, I do not doubt it. I've ruined the good three news. Breads, three. bed spreads. Three. Yeah. Three bed spreads. I almost don't want to go to sleep until I can scrub this stuff off me. Oh my god! Like it's a, it's ironic well, that this happened after a cleansing ceremony. I feel filthy. Yeah, you would, you would if if you're just dripping with random oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no robed even, no robo. If uh, if that were the case, maybe my pants, as they currently are, would still be coated in sand, oh, and you would have perfect. what science calls uh, a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. And then you're up there and I'm doing my noises. Now, and what was I was trying to illustrate there was we're working with each other's what are let's say it together. Strengths. Strengths. Because you because I've already illustrated what those strengths are. My noises, your height, uh, my strength, mm-hmm. your lightness. And yeah. in that way we're able my to My sand, your oil. Exactly. Exactly. And in that way we're able to combat this situation, which as we remember in Jumanji, is terrifying. Oh yeah. I think what you have to roll like double snake eyes or something just to get, you know, halfway across the monkey field in that game. I don't remember the specifics. The rules but it was vague. terrifying. Yeah. yeah, the rules I yeah. think were vague at the time too. They didn't mm-hmm. really explain it that well in that film. But you're you're me- yeah. maybe they did, but you're so mesmerized with Robin Williams, you know, the late Robin yeah. Williams, the late great Robin Williams, you know, the exactly. genius Robin Williams. The, without without know. Robin Williams there would be no Seth Rogan I mean, and the forty year old virgin and Seth Rogan's one of those stars that outshines his mentor in a sense and you know I say that with all due respect for Robin Williams the late great Robin Williams but uh, but Seth Rogen has he's he's a bit more palatable to the mass the masses yes I feel. yes um, he doesn't do the uh, the what I call the boring films like Robin Williams would do, mm-hmm. you know, your Goodwill Huntings, oh. your Bi- in, uh, Bicentennial Mans, mm-hmm. um, your Mrs. Doubtfires, the ones that are just so, they just drag and everyone's like, what, what is this doing here? Why, why would Robin 
do something like that. And then you realize he fell for the old mistake where he's using a stand-up bit in a film, mm-hmm. just like Airplane. Yes. Uh, a man dressing in drag is only uh, good when you're on stage. It's a burlesque. It's a burlesque show, and that's that works in a dark club, and mm-hmm. you know, but it's not really filled with gay people. But it doesn't really work yeah. uh, for the mainstream audience in a that's movie right. theater. I'm sorry, families mm-hmm. just and and the other thing, and that's the the type of comedy stamp thing. But then also the straight lace, straight face stuff. I mean, that's for people that don't have a sense of humor and it's for people that are, you know, probably in the medical field and uh or tennis players and they just aren't going to get it. So they're going to go there and they're going to want to see something like as you mentioned a uh, bicentennial man and yeah. it's going to be you know fun for them, yeah. I guess. I don't know. They don't even think it's yeah. fun, but they don't even care about fun. Um, they just, uh, would rather watch sports and, you know, do operations. But, um, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. us who have a little bit of a wicked sense of humor, um, (laughs) (laughs) we'd rather see Robin Williams when he's good in Good Morning Vietnam. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jack, that sort of thing. Or, uh, I know he wasn't in it, but Rain Man. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, I would love to see Robin Williams in Rain Man or just Rain Man again, just because it's a good film. They should make Rain Man too. And, but by Mm -hmm. the way, FYI, Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman are both still alive. So they've got all the ingredients they need. Pretty easy. They could even do a a remake of it. You know how nowadays everything's just a a redo? Mm -hmm. So you've got, um, you know, the Ninja Turtles, for example, right. b- b- by Michael Bay. So if we had a Michael Bay incarnation of Rain Man, of Rain Man yeah. and he's, you know, 20 feet tall, and uh, we get to see all the side characters' backstories before and if he we ever get if, to see... If he doesn't count cards properly, the world's going to explode or something. Exactly. Meanwhile, there's already 30 explosions uh, before the first half hour is done. Yeah, but this, but this one's the whole that world. The, this guy, casino oh, yeah. guy, is going to blow up the whole world, uh, yep. and the CIA's involved. Mm-hmm. But like and in a humorous way... Rain Man, and Tom Cruise could even reprise his role from Top Gun. Oh yeah, and be Top Gun again. He could be Top Gun, I would love but, to see. but still his, bro- but still the brother, still, uh, but Dustin oh Hoffman's yeah, his brother. Yeah, but just uh, you know, a sort of insight into the Top Gun character. Oh, I didn't know that he also had uh, an artistic brother. And I'd love for them to. Feet tall. I'd love for them to CGI Tom uh, Robin Williams into that film. Yeah, it would just bring a, a lot of really good uh, spice, and a lot it, of and, depth. And, 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 and like, if that's not possible, can we please have Seth Rogen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he deserves another chance after not being able to show his movie uh, mm-hmm. this, this past year. Yeah, that's such and, a shame for him. Oh, he must just be losing sleep. I would. You know what? When you make a film, you spend all that time... And, you know, we all know that films are great because they, they bring in the money, they make people happy, but they also uh, make him, him, people more aware of the comedian and the producer and the director that is Seth Rogen. In this case, yeah. he didn't get to show his film, so no one's heard of it. This is something that's going to just go be swept under the carpet and you're never going to, no one's ever going to know that it even existed. Yeah. You know, thank yeah, heavens exactly. for the JK round, the insider scoop, where we're saying, Mm-hmm. Go Google it, uh, search it out. Go to your the, yeah. the dark alley and say, 
can I see the dictator? Uh, because yeah. this is the movie that, you know, you really need to try to see students if you want to understand the whole uh, world of comedy, that sphere of comedy. Yeah, and I would say it'd be worth even uh, getting a bit of organization going and pulling off a heist so that you and your friends can go see it. Mm-hmm. And if a few things yeah. explode, that's fine. It'll just make a better film. It'll make a way better film. It always does. Mm-hmm. Never never uh, forget that. And so that was basically our handle. You gave us a handle. Ooh. You gave us a handle. So, um... I think we've, oh, I think we've covered <sighs> Seth Rogen's career, and I think maybe yeah, we t- talked a bit more about the recent news. But uh, yeah, but it's it's very uh, topical, and as we get into this new uh, futuristic high tech age, uh, we're gonna need to know these things. We're gonna, we're gonna have to start watching Back to the Future Two. We're gonna have to start watching Land Before Time. Mm-hmm. And the never-ending story, too, mm-hmm. because I think there was also time traveling in that movie. Yeah, and a rock spectrum. Well, the, the, in the never-ending story, I just I know the book, and there was a kind of I don't know if it was time travel as much as it was um, a whole universe being destroyed and recreated. Um, yeah, uh, and it's it's a there's a lot of depth there, and it's something that um, when I was going through the cleansing ceremony that there was some real similarities between the never ending story and just the way that everything's cyclical and mm. and and uh that n- and in that way nothing matters um and then that frees you so but yeah anyway that's yeah. not the com- that's not the comedy thing that's just an aside and and I got a cold from it so I don't know what to believe and uh <clears throat> Well, I yeah, I, I would say uh, you know, like I said, try try a few others because the more you pay, the better the quality in mm-hmm. every cult, every cult. Any you got to remember that. That's yeah. true. And it's just uh, a lot of fun. It's just and remember to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I always do, Kevin. You know me. I do. But listen, uh, let's uh, let the people know. We're, at this point, our paths are going to have to converge, and you're going to have to go your way, and I'm going to have to go my way, and uh, and for another week, and and we will say adieu. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. before we do, students, g- give us a handle, give us a circumstation at the jkaround at gmail.com. Yep. Ask us your questions, yeah. ask us uh, for our uh, advice. Facebook.com slash jkaround, twitter.com slash jkaround. Uh, the LinkedIn, uh, which we already mentioned. Check us out on the YouTubes. And mm-hmm. uh, really, how you know, help us help you take the magic out of comedy. Exactly, because we're all in this together. Unless you're against us, then you can just stay away and never speak. Yeah, please don't do anything in in that case. I'm so tired of our enemies. Yeah, and they're they're few and far between, but they are powerful. They are. We've made some powerful, powerful enemies. Mm -hmm. That comes from being, you know, above the fray in a lot of ways. Yep, when you're in the limelight, like, again... Look what happened to Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. North Korea and Japan both want to take him out. But uh, if they ever come after us, uh, Kevin will jump up on my shoulders and I'll do a monkey thing. Monkey scream. Yep. So, Monkey do. Monkey scream, monkey do. Hey, uh, students, have a great week. Class is missed.